0: Okay, now are we ready?
1: Now we're ready. got the timer?
0: We can write at it. So i about to just start. Okay, here we go. Start the timer. Hey yo, I'm CK and you're listening to Practice. I'm your functional systems integrator and this is my podcast where practice is not just the theme of the show, but the whole purpose behind it. What started out as a practice of podcasting as well as speaking in general has evolved into a practice of self-coaching and self-reflection while espousing half thoughts and providing unsolicited advice as always i'm fortunate to be joined by my practice partner and partner in life pam hey that's me pam is also my pattern awareness manager and every sunday we reflect on our past week and my progress with this practice along with other lifestyle practices, as well as theories and ideas behind the virtues of practice itself. We're doing this on the fly, and our dialogue here is unedited, so don't hold me responsible for what we say here. Make sure to check out my show notes, where I'll provide some fact-checking, self-psychoanalysis, and commentary on things I could have done better. You may find this and more information about this project at forcesofequal.com practice. We're recording today on January 3rd, 2021 and this is our 45th practice session 2021 crazy (laughs) it's a new year first practice session of the new year
1: Mm
0: -hmm. and the quote for this week i actually didn't have one ready until well i didn't have one ready at all until right before this session and i generally tend to get my quotes from an app called Stoic. I think it's called Stoic App. I'm not really I'm not really sure. And they keep changing the app icon, so I'm not even sure if they know their own branding yet. <laughs> but I really like the app. I think it's developed by an individual and they're just doing it themselves. It's their own little project. I'm not exactly certain, but that's what it seems like. But the app is really cool, and it takes you through a lot of self-reflective processes and Stoic philosophy, as well as Taoism. They have some Taoism stuff in there, and also Buddhism stuff. And the thing is, I didn't really pay much attention to the Buddhism part of it you can kind of select which philosophies are more important to you, and I just kind of neglected Buddhism, but I recently added that back in, and I previously rejected it because it had like a religious aspect, and I wasn't necessarily into the religious part of it, but I've been developing my perspective on religion as of late, and I'm seeing it more as a avenue for self-reflection, and so in that sense, I'm more interested or getting more interested in some aspects of religion, and so I've always had some kind of connection with Buddhism. Of course, it's an Eastern religion and philosophy and so I thought I'd add that back in and so I started getting some quotes about Buddhism popping up and this one popped up today and it seemed to be perfect for the time so this one comes from Buddha and it goes like this. Let us rise up and be thankful for if we didn't learn a lot at least we learned a little and if we didn't learn a little at least we didn't get sick and if we got sick at least we didn't die. So, let us all be thankful. Okay. (laughs) So, (sighs) I am definitely thankful that I'm alive. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty pertinent because we just got over Mm COVID-19. And I think I'm fully recovered now. I'm 100% recovered. As we discussed last week, I felt like I was pretty close to being 100%. And I thought that by Monday, I would have been 100%. And that's kind of what I predicted through my self reflection and calculations that I made. <laughs> and I was pretty close, but I still had some lingering effects and lingering systems, uh, symptoms throughout the week in terms of like congestion still have like a small percentage and maybe I still have like a a percentage or two of congestion left. I still, there's a little bit like at night when I'm trying to go to bed, I feel a little bit more congested than usual. And Mm -hmm. I can feel that I'm not breathing as clearly as I usually do. So there's still a little bit of that left, but otherwise I feel like I'm a hundred percent.
1: And to be clear, that's nasal congestion. Uh, Neither of us had chest symptoms
0: yeah definitely I actually felt like maybe I was experiencing some respiratory symptoms because I do a lot of breathing exercises and I have a lot of breathing practices so a lot of them I do daily and I I think I have like three or four exercises that I do daily and then several others that I do whenever I need to or whenever I feel like it. So I've been kind of monitoring my breathing during these practices and I did feel a little limited at some points and I felt like my breathing capacity wasn't as full as it normally is. So that could have been due to the cold-like symptoms that I was experiencing. And of course, because of COVID-19, but now I feel okay. And I actually got around to doing a third of a mile little jog this morning and that felt okay. I actually aimed for two, but I didn't want to push it. And after the first one, I felt really good and I could feel that I was fatigued. I definitely could have done a second, but I felt really good and I just want to stay in that feeling and not chance things and you know it's been a while since I've gone out for a run and I'm just getting over this illness so left it at a third of a mile and it felt great and my breathing felt great so everything feels good I had a great morning routine session and so my first Sunday of the year and my first practice session of the year it's all coming along very well. And so, yeah, the quote is very pertinent because we were sick with COVID nineteen for the past week or two, Mm -hmm. and we didn't die. So, (laughs) very (laughs) grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, for (laughs) sure. So, Pam, you want to summarize any food? Um, What am I (laughs) saying? Yeah, I gotcha. (laughs) Summarize your week or your experience with. COVID-19?
1: Yeah, um, I am on day eight of not being able to taste or smell anything. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been a really interesting experience because I I keep forgetting that I can't smell. So Mm -hmm. I will smell things or I'll think like, oh, you know, I haven't taken a shower in two days and I don't stink. And then I realize that I absolutely do. And I just can't smell (laughs) it. Uh, (laughs) I haven't really noticed. (laughs) Luckily. (laughs) Um, Cooking has been really difficult um, because I can't taste how I'm seasoning anything. So CK has been very patient with a couple of meals that were extremely salty and probably some that were not seasoned enough because I was erring on the side of caution.
0: Yeah, it's been all right. (laughs) (laughs) It's still been good.
1: Um, I almost burned toast and bacon because I couldn't smell them (laughs) cooking. Um, and I'm really learning to rely on textures for food enjoyment since I can't taste anything. So, mm. um, And my my tip for anyone if you also lose your sense of taste is that you will still be able to sense saltiness and sweetness. So extreme saltiness and extreme sweetness will both come through even though you can't taste the actual flavor of it. So if you mm. really need something Um, honey will come through. So, you could do like a cup of tea with honey in it or there's this um, brand called Prince of Peace which makes ginger candies that we eat far too many of (laughs) and they also make crystallized ginger and honey which you can just add hot water to and the ginger in there is spicy enough that you can get a little sensation from that and the honey is sweet enough that you can get a little sensation. So, at least you can experience the taste of something.
0: Yeah, we had a little interesting conversation this morning during our morning walk, and it was about our senses and how we prioritize them and which ones that we, if we had to lose a sense, which one it would be. And so for Pam, you're, so I asked you if you would rather lose, or I asked you which sense... You would want to lose if you had to lose one.
1: Yeah, I think I prioritized that I would lose scent first, like mm-hmm. primarily. That would be the first one that I would want to lose, and um, part of that is because I have a super sniffer. I am <laughs> yeah. ridiculously sensitive to smells. I'm constantly complaining about the garbage and people smelling bad and the neighbors cooking things, and like I, it's just a problem for me. So yeah. it's actually been nice to not smell anything for the last Uh week. So um, that's been a little bit of a reprieve. So I would say scent would be the first one that I would wanna lose Mm. and then taste and then hearing and then sight. I think that that those are my four and I excluded the sense of touch from Mm. my decision because I couldn't think of anything that would cause you to entirely lose all bodily sensation. Yeah, (laughs) it'd it'd be
0: some kind of neurological Dysfunction yeah. or something.
1: I'm sure there are people out there that have it, but yeah. it, for the purposes of our <laughs> game, which I feel a little bit bad calling it a game because there are people that legitimately have right. lost senses. Our and thought so,
0: experiment or thought exercise. Yeah, our,
1: our thought experiment. Um, this is in no way is meant to be like ableist or like <laughs> saying anything about yeah. people who actually have lost senses. So
0: anyway. <laughs> so w-
1: what did you pick, CK?
0: So I was actually actually did i say anything about smell i don't think so yeah you were
1: really focused on sight
0: (laughs) yeah because you were well you were focused on sight too like that was the one thing that you really didn't want to lose or couldn't see yourself losing yeah and for me i wasn't as worried about sight but so i guess i'd be fine with losing smell and then i'd be fine with losing taste and then it'd be sight before hearing and touch because i feel like again like Pam was saying this is <laughs> this like we we're, we're, we don't want to Minimize, Minimize, you know, people who are dealing with, without some of these senses. But my thing is like, oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, not only, so on the other side of it, so we don't want to minimize it on one side, but we also then on the other side don't want to um, say anything about what their experience is.
0: Right, right, of course.
1: People live perfectly full and happy lives without senses.
0: Right, right. (laughs) And that was kind of my thing with sight. Because I right now I'm very much into music and audio and sonics and podcast production, obviously. So I'm a lot more focused, or I'm using my hearing a lot more lately. And of course, you know, getting into all this music stuff and electronic music and sound design, I need my hearing for that. And with Sight, I've actually been kind of... Um, I, I, I've, I've been having a different relationship with my Sight lately, especially through my experience of the Headless Way and becoming a Seer or kind of developing the aspect of the stage of the Seer in the Headless Way and how vision can be decoupled from sight so yeah i I don't know how much i want to get into this but i'm much less attached to my vision i mean of course it'd be devastating for me to lose it
1: yeah i think you're underestimating how much losing your vision would affect what you do with your hearing because yeah. all of the sound production that you're doing requires you seeing your monitors <laughs> that
0: is very true that is very true yeah so, so I might want to be I want might want to rethink all that yeah but <laughs> yeah I guess yeah I don't know it's a uh, it's just a fun thought exercise but yeah it's uh, it also goes into kind of... Showing you how grateful you should be to have mm-hmm. all your senses. Yeah, so, I think, yeah, I think that's the kind of the message. The whole message at the end is that you know, mm-hmm. if you have all your senses, you, you should be grateful. And I guess it goes along with our quote for the week. You know, at least we didn't die, so <laughs> it's all be <me> thankful. <laughs> at least I didn't lose my sight. At least I didn't lose these sense, senses. Mm-hmm. Um, although Pam lost her senses, no, but and she's taste. still alive. Still alive.
1: Slowly losing interest in food, and I think uh, I just realized that I'm dehydrated. Yesterday, I had one glass of water because I'm not eating or like having the urge to drink things throughout the day. So I'm still having coffee because it's just like my habit, and it's a warm beverage, and it's cold, so I'm still drinking that. But I realized when I went to eat went to eat dinner that I hadn't had a glass of water at all. So, and my throat feels like dry and clicky. So I think I'm
0: (laughs) dehydrated. So like water, I mean, it's not the taste of it that...
1: No, but because I'm not eating as frequently. uh, I'm not having water with my meals Uh, or because I'm just kind of eating out of utility now. Yeah. So.
0: So we generally drink sparkling water. Does that... Mouthfeel feel help much? Yes. Yeah,
1: absolutely. It definitely does. If I was drinking flat water, I think I would drink even less.
0: <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Well, yeah. if any of our listeners want to play along and shoot us a message yeah. about what sense that they would be okay with losing or how they would prioritize their sentences...
1: Yeah, send us your reasoning.
0: Yeah, Uh, shoot us over a note on Twitter. I'm at CK Disco and Pam's at Pamela underscore Lund. And see if we can get a little more social. (laughs) (laughs) So moving on, let's get to our progress with podcasting and talk about that and our process with Not Bad Advice. So that's been going well. And... I'm still kind of not in my proper rhythm yet. Although this past week, I've been getting more and more into the rhythm, but I've been kind of slow to get in the rhythm because I was sick with COVID and it's been holiday week. So things are feeling a little different and my schedule and routine is a little more, a little different. I've been relaxing a little more, but we've been rolling along rolling right along with Not Bad Advice and releasing our episodes on Wednesdays and everything's coming out on time. And... So for me right now, my... big... issue... uh, or I don't know, issue, but my big like... uh, The thing I'm focusing on is the audio quality. And... That shouldn't be a surprise because... I've kind of been focusing on that for a while, with mm-hmm. even with this practice podcast, and our progression with our audio quality has just been trending up. And it's like from when, where we started to where we are now is just really crazy to me. And it like the difference is crazy, and the amount that I can still improve our audio quality is still pretty crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But the interesting thing with Not Bad Advice is that we've banked about 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. At uh, least, yeah. yeah. And some of them, I think uh, five or eight of those are shorter, like little bite-sized episodes. Kay. But nevertheless, we have about 20 banked before we even got the first one released so the difference in audio quality Mm -hmm. between the first one and the later ones is very drastic in the raw audio but fortunately i've been able to learn and experiment and become better with processing the audio so the audio quality like the poor audio quality that we recorded with in the first episodes isn't as noticeable because i've been able to edit and post-process it with everything that i've learned throughout creating this podcast with practice so it's been interesting but you know the really interesting part is like working with those first episodes with some poor quality and contrasting that with like these episodes of practice and also the later episodes with not bad advice because the Fourth episode of Not Bad Advice. We ended up recording that, and I think that was the first one we did with the SM7B, the sure SM7B mic for Pam. And at that time, we were just using that straight into the Zoom. All right, you know, we were still. I think we we're. I think we had it through the Zoom recorder, and we had the recorder connected to your laptop and we were recording through Audacity or Ableton. Whereas now, we're recording directly to the Zoom recorder, mm-hmm. and that's it. We're just recording on the card. And we also are using a Fethead inline preamp with the Shure SM7B now, so we can drive noise floor down and deal less with the noise and all that electrical, static, and everything around that. But like the first time, I wasn't aware of all this stuff and the noise coming from the mic was, it it was unbearable. Mm -hmm. So we ended up re-recording that episode and that ended up being like our 19th recording, whereas the original was like our fourth. Mm -hmm. And so as I was processing last week's, we kind of got those sessions mixed up or I got it mixed up and because you know there was a re-recording and there was the original recording and then it a- actually ended up not being the next episode that we were gonna publish anyway so I ended up working on the re-recording with the really good audio quality and then I had to work on go back to the fifth episode with the quality that we were recording with back then you know about 14-15 episodes ago and like it was so much easier working with the newer recording than the older recording so it was really interesting to be able to compare and contrast the difference of the recording quality and the whole process and all the growth that I've been through. So it was it's it's just really nice or just really interesting to kind of go through the process and observe that and also realize and reflect on the progress that we've made and everything that I've learned and how much better things have gotten. So yeah, it's just it's been a really interesting process for me and I just I really can't wait till we get these, better quality audio quality podcasts out but at the same time i'm happy with how i've been able to process the previous audio and the old recording with that old quality that we you know been working with so it's kind of just a whole reflective experience where i'm glad that we got out not bad advice and started publishing and at first I was still anxious about releasing that audio in in the quality that I was able to get it in Mm -hmm. you know it's it's pretty good and I'm satisfied with it but still it's not it's you know it's not as good as the latest ones that we've recorded but I know that I'm uh hyper critical of my own stuff and I'm also more aware and I'm listening for certain things so I would imagine that general listeners aren't as critical and probably can't even hear what I'm talking about in terms of you know subpar audio quality so yeah yeah So what about your experience so far, Pam?
1: (laughs) It's been really good. We've gotten some really good feedback and I would say right now we get about twenty people a week that listen to it, which I think is fantastic. I mean, if five Mm -hmm. people listened to it out of the gate, I would have been happy. So Mm twenty is is great. And um my mom actually has been listening, which I think is really sweet. (laughs) And um, you know, she's not our target audience. She's Mm -hmm. seventy year old. (laughs) woman and she messaged me yesterday and said that she really enjoyed the how to deal with people episode which has mm. also been my favorite one that we've released so far mm. and she told me that since listening to that she has been more um present and attentive when communicating with people oh wow. and like that makes me like tear up a little bit just <laughs> thinking about the fact that if you know if she is getting something out of it and yeah. We're helping her and her interactions with other people are better because of it, then that's the goal. That's exactly what I want out of the show. That's awesome. And if she can benefit from it, like literally anyone can.
0: Yeah. So, didn't you also have another experience this past week where you were listening to the show yourself? Oh,
1: yeah. Well, this happens every week, which, um, you know, before the episode goes out, I get really nervous and I think, oh, this, you know, no one wants to hear me tell them how to live their lives. And I start to get really self critical and really down mm-hmm. on the project. And then I listen to the episode, which is the hardest thing in the world listening to that yeah. episode. I fight it all morning and I like I don't really? want to do it. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard for me. And then I listen to it and by the end I'm like that was so good that advice <laughs> is so good like and I'm pumped and I'm yeah. I'm more motivated and more excited and like I'm getting myself pumped up with the advice that I'm giving. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, so by awesome.
1: the end of listening to it I'm super excited to promote it and um and really um excited about the project again. So yeah, cool. it's really funny.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'm grateful for the podcast and the fact that I'm able to produce it because in doing so, I have to listen to the podcast so many times, and so I'm hearing (laughs) the message over and over again, and the message is good, and it's pertinent, and it makes sense, and it's you know, well constructed and well laid out. And so, I get to listen to it repetitively just (laughs) through the process. And so, you know, just through the process, I get to listen to this advice and, you know, get that benefit as well. So, So what
1: I'm hearing is if I want you to do something, we have to record a podcast episode about (laughs) it.
0: That might be true.
1: (laughs) I'll like, uh, I don't know know if inception is the right word, but I'll like plant the idea in your head and get you to do it through producing the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you might have something there. (laughs) So moving on, I'd like to actually introduce a new segment to the podcast. New year, a new segment. And this is actually something that I've been mulling about for a while as its own standalone podcast. But I don't want to get ahead of myself and do too many new things just yet. There's a lot of other things that I want to do. So I'm thinking I'll just kind of roll this into practice for now. And this segment is going to be called the Weekly Force Cast. Okay. And I didn't say that wrong. (laughs) It's Force Cast, (laughs) like the forces of equal and a play on forecast. And... It's the force cast because we're the forces of equal, and it's going to be about podcasting or podcasts, podcasts. And I want to kind of talk about or highlight a podcast that kind of stood out to me over the past week, or that you know I think people would enjoy or benefit from. And of course, Pam, you can do the same. I know I'm kind of springing this on you yeah <laughs> <laughs> as i do <laughs> but you know we're keeping it agile and adapting on the fly and so for this week's weekly force cast the podcast um i want to highlight is actually it's one that i listen to pretty much every day and it's called the daily stoic and so this is very pertinent because i talk a lot about, a lot about stoicism on this p- podcast but the reason this podcast stood out to me today is because it actually has pretty terrible audio quality. <laughs> <laughs> Jerk. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't like. Uh, I don't want to be too critical because it's the material and the content is great, mm-hmm. but that that's kind of why I want to talk about this because I've been very critical about myself and how i'm producing our podcast and the audio quality that comes out of them and this podcast that i listen to every day and that i like and i enjoy and that i take a lot away from has terrible audio quality and to be fair i can tell that they've been working on it lately but Yeah, the audio quality is not very good. And it's kind of surprising to me. But at the same time, it also shows that there's... You know, of course, I've talked before about the balance between form and function. And the function of these podcasts is the content and what the content can deliver and what you can get out of the content. And the form is... The quality of the delivery and you know of course the audio quality maybe the speech quality etc so i've with our podcast i've been very conscious about the form and how it comes off but and you know with practice i'm much less worried about the content because it's practice and and you know the point of it is for me to practice speaking and practice with the quality of the audio but it's just interesting to think about these other podcasts that I listen to and I'm not as critical about the audio quality because the content's good and it's not going to stop me from listening to the material so I just want to point that out and highlight the daily stoic for this week's weekly force cast and it's a great podcast put out by ryan holiday and it comes out every day of the week and during the week it's usually a short little excerpt or it's not an excerpt but it's a bit about stoicism and it may be a quote and a little explanation or commentary around the quote or something like that but it's like three or four minutes long during the week and then on the weekends or occasionally He'll do an interview with someone and base it around Stoicism. Or on Sundays, I believe, it's a little bit more of an extended podcast, maybe 10 minutes or so long, 10 minutes or so. And it's just kind of an expanded version of the weekly podcast. And he goes into a little bit more of maybe the history or the philosophy and how that relates to modern times. So The Daily Stoic, I would highly recommend that podcast especially if you're into Stoicism and or philosophy and want to better yourself. So I would recommend checking that out. So I know I surprised or I sprung this on you, Pam, but do you have anything that pops up to you that or stands out to you that you listened to this past week?
1: Um, the only thing I think I really listened to that stands out this week is um, just because of the time of the year. Uh, there's a podcast called The Astrology Podcast, and they do yeah. a forecast for the year where they'll give uh-huh. you kind of like auspicious dates to pay attention to and things where, you know, it might be good if you're starting a new business to launch it on a certain day or where there are kind of um, important things happening that you can kind of live your life by throughout the year. So, you can look cool. up your sign and, and they have them on YouTube or as a podcast, and you can just get some guidance for the year ahead.
0: Okay, that's cool. What was it called <laughs>
1: The Astrology Podcast.
0: The Astrology Podcast, simple enough. (laughs) And so that takes us right into the next segment. And this is another new segment that I'm introducing. And this one I warned Pam about, but it's...
1: Like half an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right before we started. (laughs) This was like a tornado warning. It was like, oh, it's coming. Okay.
0: (laughs) But it is related to what you were just talking about. So it's very apt. (laughs) <laughs> or this part of the podcast and this is a uh, just a weekly weekly i don't know commentary on the stars or tail reading or whatever pam wants to talk about i haven't really come up with a name for the segment or anything yet but
1: <laughs> yeah like ck said he just uh, just sprung this on me so um what i'm thinking my goal is going to be is to give you something that will be um applicable to the week ahead. So something either planetarily that is happening, that is affecting everyone, or if there's nothing big going on, which usually there's at least something. Um, but if there's nothing mm-hmm. big going on, or if I'm just not feeling it, then I will do a tarot card for the week to um, give people some insight and inspiration of something to keep in mind. Awesome. So this week, um, what we have is that um, Mercury moved into Capricorn on December 20th and will be there until January 8th. So, it's in effect all week. And okay. Mercury is… Um, well, in, in it, w- it was Mercury in Roman mythology and Hermes hmm. in Greek mythology. So, it's the same god that we're talking about here. Um, so, this was the… Um, only God that could travel between the heaven, heavens and the underworld. Mm. So, he was the messenger. He could bring information from anywhere to anywhere, and he was the only God that was allowed to do that. Mm. And so uh, Mercury is the planet that gathers and disperses information, and it's so it's the planet of communication, thoughts, and also commerce hmm. because commerce is exchange; it's information exchange. Yeah. Even though there is money and goods involved, it's you are exchanging information, right. so it's kind of he's the planet of exchanging everything. Got it. Okay. And Capricorn is the sign that's associated with ambition and long-term success. So you can think of like a goat climbing up a mountain. Like that's <laughs> Capricorn. It's like slow and plodding and it's going to get to the top. And it's also what we call a cardinal sign. So it means like starting things. It's really a good sign of, for, for starting new things. So with Mercury in Capricorn for the rest of the week, I want you to pay attention to conversations that plant seeds that mm. could grow into material success.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Consider new business ideas that seem to suddenly come out of nowhere. And pay attention to information that seems fortuitous and coincidental. The, when those things happen, when they, um, when you're like, oh, you know, I just had a conversation about someone with, with someone about that, that, and and it like brings up a business idea. Really, pay attention to those things. They're not mm-hmm. accidents. They're coming up right now for a reason.
0: Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yep. And so that brings us to the end of the session for the week. So I hope the listeners enjoyed this new kind of sort of format <laughs> and we'll see how we're going to move forward. I, I liked it. I had fun with it and it gives me a little more direction every week and a little more organization. So I think we'll build on this moving forward. <laughs> so of course, I want to thank Pam for joining me as always. And thank you to the listeners for joining me and Pam, where can people find you?
1: You can find me on Twitter, where I am at Pamela underscore Lund.
0: And if you're interested in tarot readings, Pam writes up her daily readings every day.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. It's a reading that I do for myself, but I write it in a way that it can benefit anyone. So you can find those at PamelaLund.me.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course, make sure to check out Not Bad Advice at of com slash advice. And you can find me on Twitter at CK Disco. I'm getting a little more into social media here and there, so you'll, you might be able to find me on there. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and I hope you come back next week and keep on practicing. Toodaloo!
1: Hi, I'm Pamela Lund.
0: And I'm CK Chung.
1: And we're the hosts of Not Bad Advice, a show about universally good life advice that you can use right away no matter who you are. On Not Bad Advice, we take one aspect of life and show you how to look at it with a new perspective so you can make meaningful change wherever you need it.
0: Want to build healthier habits or feel more confident or worry less or get better with money? We've got you covered.
1: One of the most beneficial things you can do, just in general in life, is to get curious about yourself. We spend a lot of time judging and criticizing ourselves, but we don't spend enough time neutrally observing how we think and feel and why we think and feel those ways. You might be able to punish yourself into achieving a goal, and you might be able to find a shortcut that will get you there faster. But if the thing you're trying to achieve is something that you'll need to sustain long-term, suffering and shortcuts will both sabotage your success. There's a smarter way to achieve sustainable results that will make you happier and healthier at the same time. Money is just not transactional like we're taught. It is deeply personal. And a key step in taking control of your financial future is uncovering how money makes you feel, why it makes you feel that way, and how to feel the way you want instead. You have much bigger and better things to do with your resources. And the more that you believe that, and the more mindful that you can be, the more you can train your brain to let go of the things that are out of your control. And this need for control will never go away, no matter how much you work at it. But having the awareness that this kind of anxiety spiral is actually an attempt for you to feel in control can help you step out of it. transition to the part of the show where I shuffle a deck of oracle cards and pull a card to see how that card can relate to what we talked about today. I like doing this because it gives me a visual to associate with the topic, and when I have a visual, it makes it easier to remember the perspective and integrate it into my day. So let's see what the Nocturnal Oracle deck has to offer as a visual for being kinder to ourselves as we develop new habits.
0: Think of us as the friends who always give you good, practical advice when you need it.
1: Subscribe to Not Bad Advice wherever you get podcasts and visit forcesofequal.com slash not bad advice for more information.